Hi, it's Alex. I just wanted to add a little forward to this episode to give some background. I had my cousin Tyler on the podcast to maybe get a different perspective on the protests and riots. This was recorded Monday night, and several more things have taken place since we recorded. Um, There are also some technical issues we ran into, mostly with Tyler's phone dying, but since we're doing this over the phone anyway, the sound quality is lacking in certain areas. We're still learning on the fly here, so hopefully with experience we can fix some of this. This episode is the longest one we've done yet, but obviously there's a lot to unpack with this topic. Uh, We have a very civil discussion. Um, I didn't hit on everything I wanted to say, but with this being more than an hour long as is, I think we'll save it for another time. Um, Anyway, thank you and uh, enjoy the show. How do you want to be introduced? As uh, Big Daddy T. Big, Big Daddy T. All right. All right. All right. Well, uh, welcome everybody to the hundreds of thousands, if not millions of listeners. Oh, there's 7 billion people in this world. I'll bet there's at least a billion people listening right now. Sure. I mean, with a lineup like this, how how could yeah. they not? Um legendary is uh, alex and this is my cousin from up north his name is tyler hello. say hi <laughs> hello america hello america and china we have a big following in china oh yeah we're international it's uh you know no big deal that's what it is yeah uh, mr worldwide <laughs> Damn right. Pitbull ain't got shit on us. Amen. Well, uh, so today we're going to be discussing the super fun, uh, exhilarating, wonderful topic of the uh, the ongoing case of uh, the George Floyd murder in Minneapolis and the uh, protests and riots that have subsequently followed since uh that was what last week exactly was it monday i think it happened oh that sounds about right it feels like it's been months and it's just so much yeah it's it's unprecedented honestly i've never seen anything like this and honestly i don't think uh i don't think as a nation we have ever seen anything like this not at least not since like the civil war I mean, yeah, yeah, literally Civil War era. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty incredible. Um, Obviously, by now, everyone knows that there was an unarmed black man who was murdered by police in Minneapolis. One cop specifically had his knee on Mr. Floyd's neck and uh, choked him to death, more or less, with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, it, that's not up for debate. There's video evidence uh, out the ass on this one. Absolutely. No, the, the, the cop who uh, is shown in yeah. the video, he's been arrested. And yeah. I hear it looks like the other three guys that were there are well on their way to getting arrested as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Floyd, uh, definitely uh, from, from the looks of it, he did not put up a fight at all. As a matter of fact, he was, he, he was upset by the whole whole ordeal and uh, you know but th- the unfortunate thing is that this cop had had a history of uh misconduct yeah um and, yeah and, 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 and at least a dozen he... go ahead i was just going to say it was at least a dozen cases where he had been yeah. cited for you know more or less just abuse yes you know um so he was a a questionable police officer as it was and uh he's been fired he's been arrested he's in jail he was charged with what third degree murder which is kind of i don't know what it takes to be yeah yeah to be honest with you i didn't know the term third degree murder existed i kind of thought it just went from second degree to manslaughter but so yeah, I mean, come on. They, uh, they're giving it to him lightly. Like, 
I, he will never have any life. He'll never be able to live a life if, if he was free anyway. So, no. I, no. you know, I don't know why he's complaining, you know. No, I mean, I wouldn't be too shocked uh, if if he has some sort of, uh, you know, once he gets out of prison, because third-degree murder, I'm guessing it wouldn't be exactly a be- sentence or anything like that. Right, right. It's going to be utter chaos. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how that all goes. Um, the more uh, pressing topic that we're going to get to is uh, the ongoing protests uh, nationwide and uh, globally, really. We, we're seeing protests in places like New Zealand, for God's sake. Um, and And it's all about police brutality here in America. So uh, the eyes of the world are on us. And uh, right now they're not seeing the best side America has to offer. That's, that's for sure. Oh, oh, absolutely. I mean, this is, it's absolute pandemonium. It is. And there is obviously a lot of divisiveness about this uh, particular instance, as far as the amount of, of damage to property and uh, violence happening in the streets uh, is chaos. There's no doubt. And people are obviously worried um, just how far this is going to go. Um, and, and there's a, there's a divide, but uh, especially on social media, there's a lot of debate going on and, you know, some are unapologetically pro you know, protests and others are now more in line with, well, the rioting is too much and it needs to stop. So that's just kind of where we're at with it. And uh, I think I have my own feelings on this issue. And it appears to me that you, Mr. Tyler, (laughs) you have your own prerogative as well. Absolutely. So I just kind of want to come out and uh, let you know where I'm coming from. I, I would love to. Cool. So for me, this is a systemic issue. You know, th- th- this is obviously, yeah. to me, not a case of these protests happening simply because of the murder of George Floyd. It's not about one man. As tragic as that loss is as horrifying as the video was and and the whole thing that took place it's awful it's spiraling out but what's happening now is about all of the other incidents with police brutality and or killing toward black men specifically black people and it's it's widespread and uh, we've known about it for a very long time. You know, it, it, it's well-documented in history going back further than the civil rights movement. You know, there was lynchings yeah. all across America um, where black folks would just be killed for no reason. In fact, uh, today we are, uh, celebrating the 99th anniversary. I say celebrating, but we're not really celebrating. It's one of the darkest moments in mm-hmm. American history. Um, this date in 1921 is uh, the Tulsa riots, the Tulsa race, race riots happened. We call okay. it the race riots, but really what it was, was, uh, um, well, a race slaughter because I don't know. Have, do you, have you ever heard of the Tulsa race riots? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So for those who don't know, and there's a lot of people who don't know because it's very uh, undertaught, I'll say, in American schools. Um, the city Tulsa, Oklahoma, in, in the 20s, you know, was labeled as Black Wall Street in a lot of ways. It was for very affluent uh, black Americans uh, post-Civil War. And uh, there was a lot of successful stories for for black people 
who were on the rise in that particular part of the country and uh-huh. animosity from, you know, white racists and specifically the KKK and other groups like that. Right. It all came to a head on this date and uh, black folks were ripped from their homes. Businesses were burned down. Uh, people were killed in the streets, lynched dozens. And the number is not really well known because they've kind of been swept under the rug over the years. So uh, as far yeah. as I know, it was at least 30 people were killed. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. It was one of the most brutal moments in American history, bar none. And uh, it, it, it is almost ironic, you know, just the most cruel of irony to have all of this happening nearly a hundred years later, we're still seeing the same kind of divisiveness and racial injustice today. It might not be on the scale it once was or as widely as accepted as it once was, but it's all still here. So that's, that's kind of where I'm coming from is to me, these protests are necessary and I understand that riots are happening, but and violence is happening, and there's businesses being burned down. And this, this I'm not advocating for that. My position yeah. is is if you if you treat a community and people like animals, if if you treat them in such a way that they are subhuman, and you treat yeah. them with violence and indignity then this is what happens eventually we're human beings eventually someone's going to stand up and fight back now i know people are getting hurt and from what i see i'll be honest the majority of that damage as far as people being hurt is being done by the police and i know that you and I have some differing opinions on some things and I want you to go ahead and let me know your thoughts on the situation. I'll, I'll shut up now. Oh man. You know, uh, tough act to follow. Um, well, I, I, I agree with a lot, a lot of what you say, if, if not most of what you say, because, because, um, yeah, I, I mean, it's not, it's not about the protesters. We, we actually have a, have a peaceful protest set up for Saturday. It, it's a march from a park out, out on the edge of town to city hall. And uh, I, I don't know, it looks like it's going to be, you know, possibly up to a thousand strong. And uh, I, I think that's fine. I think that's perfectly fine. But yeah, I mean, I mean, the rioting is just absolutely outrageous. Um People are getting hurt. Actually, Davenport, Iowa, which is right right over here um, near near Kiwani, it um, they uh, it, it was absolute utter chaos uh, yesterday. I, I I think there was there were two people shot and killed during the riots, and um, a lot of people injured and uh, homes were destroyed. I think homes homes were entered and you know, businesses were destroyed and it's, it's just unacceptable in every way, shape and form. Um, No, I, I, I absolutely agree that they need, they need to stand up, you know, for what they believe in. And, and that's awesome. I've got, I've got a lot of friends that, that are huge. um, Well, I have a lot of black friends actually that, uh, that, that believe very strongly that, that feel very strongly about, about the black lives uh, matter. And yeah, I'm, I mean, I agree with it all the way through. I, I just, um, yeah. The one thing that I'm sure you've been seeing is, is me, me standing up, up for like good police. Um, and, and I, I will absolutely do that every time stand, stand up for the good police, but it's not about the good police right now. It is about the, the police who, who, uh, well, not only the guy who was arrested, but <laughs> the onlookers, the cops that were just standing around. Um, I, 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 th- I think they absolutely all need to be prosecuted. Uh, 
but but I I, I just don't want people people to people to turn on the police because I'm, I mean they are absolutely an organization that um, I mean they're necessary they're necessary um, where would we be without the police you know I mean uh, you're right that's a fairly good point you know what I'm saying like, like where would we, we be without them like we need the good ones and, and th- there's always going to be um I, I just know how, how you can officially end it, you know, the, the police brutality. I, I really hope hope that there's a way, but I just feel like there's always going to be bad seeds. And, and, and uh, unless they, uh, you know, in, in, in their screening process, un, unless they, you know, really look into character flaws and, and, and things like that in, in these officers, that they could possibly, you know, correct it. But, um, I mean, it's hard to tell who who are truly bad, good cops or bad cops. And um, I mean, you're not you're not wrong there. And that is one of the largest problems we have is it's hard to tell. And I think that's because just in general, um, most police forces uh, tend to have a bias as a whole. Not, maybe not necessarily each individual cop. That's not necessarily the case, but there's definitely a racial overtone as far as police officers, when they see a black person, they're more suspicious immediately. And the statistics back that up. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And so we all have internal biases this has been studied over um, by multiple independent studies from, from uh, universities and other organizations. We know that there are internal biases and it doesn't necessarily mean that a person is a racist. It just means you are biased toward certain people. In fact, the studies have shown that even black people, will find themselves more suspicious of a, of a strange black person than they will of a strange white person. Unfortunately, yes. due to years of stigma and, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. media coverage, uh, as well as, you know, obviously just a, a police culture, those biases are built into the very fabric of America. And I won't dispute that. Um, yeah. I think one of the biggest problems we have is that we've militarized the police to the point where they have tanks. They have, you know, military style weapons, you know, assault rifles. And, and uh, they're just, when you see cops these days, they're not, you don't see the beat cop walking around in a uniform with the, with the little stupid hat on talking to the neighborhood. You see cops dressed up like it's Call of Duty with with bulletproof uh-huh. tits and their loaded right. tits with guns and you know it's mm-hmm. it's a lot and uh, the way they train police officers these days is you know as police officers we're we are outnumbered and the enemy is all around us as if they're invading like Jay said the other day invading Fallujah or something um, yes and I think that's part of the big problem uh, that's that's helped cultivate our cultural divide sure but yeah I, I didn't really mean to interrupt you with anything you're trying to get out there um oh no 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 i i absolutely lo- love love all of your points and 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 i i i don't mind you interjecting I, whatsoever um what are your thoughts i mean would would you say, because it's one thing that I've been saying, just based not off of, not only off of these riots and these protests, but protests in the past, like back with uh, the Ferguson days with Michael Brown and and days like mm-hmm. that. Um, there's definitely more of there's more coverage in the media of the riots and the the fires and whatnot, those types of things. Than yeah. is for the peaceful protesters, because even as we speak with all the riots and fires and all that, there are still 
peaceful protests happening where nobody uh-huh. is acting out of line. Right. No, no, I, I, I totally agree with that, Alex. Um, I, I, I don't know. You're probably right, honestly. Um, I, I'm not sure they're, how to end the violence, you know, and, and I, I mean, I think honestly what it's going to take is to get those other three got three police officers locked up though. And, uh, I, I think only, only then will, will things potentially settle down. I, I think um, I might settle down, but again, this, I mean, the violence isn't necessarily just because of this case. And I think what's happened is police forces are going to have to, you know, the departments, individual departments, especially will have to put out statements and uh, like wide sweeping change needs to be made as far as how officers are trained and the type of accountability officers will have whenever they do act with violence and especially you know, violence that leads to death. Right. Because even good cops sometimes have to kill. And, and I won't dispute that. I mean, I saw a video very recently of a, of a white woman police officer uh, rolling up on a, on a guy uh, who was, it was a white dude and he was in his truck and she walked up to his window and they were talking. It was pretty cordial out of nowhere, the guy grabs her and tries to pull her toward him and has a gun and ends up firing off a couple of rounds. And by some yep. miracle in her training and her, you know, just sheer survival instinct, she got the, like, was able to push the gun away from him and she's screaming and she pulls her gun. And, you know, one thing after another, she ends up shooting him and killing him. And in a situation like that, that's life or death. And I don't think anybody who sees that would say, oh, she shouldn't have done that. Oh, absolutely. No, I, I agree 100%. So I, I have, I don't have any delusions in my head that being a police officer is inherently dangerous. Yes. It's a very brave thing to do is sign up for this job. It's a very thankless job. There's no doubt. And especially... Mm-hmm in these moments right now everyone you know or well i guess i can't say everyone but there's a lot of people who are eyeing cops like they're the bad guys right they get a lot of that anyway yeah no i i agree with you 100 percent um yeah i mean god forbid you know um as uh, you know, you know the story about our Aunt Lisa. Is that do you know that story, Alex? Uh, I believe so. But go ahead. Yeah, where, well, she was uh in oh gosh, the early '90s, I think, when she was a police officer in Bradford. She she was off duty, and she got a call uh, from saying that Casey's had just been robbed. So she hopped in her personal car and went out went out of town the direction they said the car the the uh the robbers uh went and they, they happened to be pulled over uh like i think in a driveway and she saw they saw her pull in and one of them took off and the other one fought her and took her gun away from her and her taser and everything and and beat her senseless and she yeah uh it's definitely a tough world for female officers, especially. Oh. Um, she, yeah, she she actually she said, she's like, I don't don't know what death feels like, but she was like, I think if I would have fallen asleep, I would have probably died. So she kept herself awake, and yeah, backup came and and they uh, apprehended the suspects. Um, yeah, it is a dangerous world out there, though. It is. It, it is dangerous, and. That's horrifying. It's terrifying that it could have happened. And Lisa's you know, a wonderful person. And yeah, absolutely. Our entire family has potentially been deprived of. You know, yeah. Yeah. You know, Uncle Landon, he's also also a great, uh, he, he's also a great 
cop himself. He's he's a staple of the community. Honestly, he uh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He actually he's he's now working out at the uh, out at Moline National Air- Airport over there, uh, right outside of Moline, as a uh, a police officer out there. So I guess he'll just never retire. <laughs> no, it's uh, it seems to be his game plan. Is he's just gonna keep going until he's uh, I don't know, seventy five, kind of like Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's about how old he is these days. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tom fucking <laughs> GLA. Yep, 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 yep. Um. Well, so one of the things I saw uh, a little earlier was uh, some folks advocating for, you know, shooting looters. Yeah. Are you on board with that? Uh, no, not not unless they're breaking into your own your actual home, right. and and there's. And there's bodily potential for bodily harm. Yeah, no, I, I don't get somebody in my house, but yeah, yeah, no, not 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 in public for sure, for sure not so in public. You're not one to say that Just, people breaking into a Target should be, you know, shot. No, no, okay. I think we're no. <laughs> good. I think we're on the same page there. Um, and and I certainly, yeah. someone breaks yeah. into your home, you know, yeah. yeah. That's, you got to protect what's yours. You got to protect your family. You got to protect. Yep. That's fight or flight. Yep. I get that. Um, and it's it's a scary time. It's a scary time because that could happen. And, you know, there's a lot of shitty people that are taking advantage of the situation. There's no doubt. Um, I see an awful lot of white people in videos just showing up and creating a bunch of chaos. Did you see, what's his name? Uh, Jake Paul. Yeah, I did see that. He was looting uh, at a mall or something. What a the jack fuck off. is a white millionaire doing looting a mall? Yeah, he's got he's got a like 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 fucking fifteen twenty thousand square foot house, you know, up in the hills of of freaking Bev- up in Be- up in Beverly Hills, and he's out looting. Get the fuck out of here, Jake Paul. Get the fuck. And out. he probably thinks he's some kind of you know, good person. And he's helping out the, the protesters cause. And yeah. no, fuck him. He's such a piece of shit. Him and his brother both fuck that entire family. Yeah. Fuck them all. Yeah. Logan Paul's a, a real, real piece of work himself. Yeah. I, I, I'm still not a hundred percent sure why they're famous. It's kind of like Kim Kardashian in that regard. Like why the fuck do you exist again? Yeah. You know, you know what? I think it was one of those little apps or something. It's like uh, probably like Vine or something. That's how, that's how they're all famous these days, yeah. and, and it it just carries over. Well, I mean, oh, at so. least Kim Kardashian, she earned her stripes, you know, putting on. Yeah, on, on Ray J's dick. Yeah, on, on Ray J's dick. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah, I I think we're starting to veer. Fiercely off topic. That tends to happen, but uh, yeah, 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 we did get. I, yeah, I mean, moral of the story: is <laughs> fuck Jake Paul. Hey, dog, won't you bark? No barkings. Winston. Hey, Thurston. Thurston. Yeah. Oh, freaking Winston. No, Thurston. Um. It's a wild, wild world we live in right no now. No doubt. I mean, and then... Very wild world. And, you know, in the background, suddenly in the back seat, we're talking, there's a global pandemic. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, to top it all Right? Off. I mean, here we are in the middle of yep. what is, you know, one of the most chaotic racial relations moment oh, it, we've it seen is. ever and also yeah. hey people are dying because of COVID-19 so. yeah this, this is like a freaking revolution right now and or an apocalypse it, it, 
Potentially, yeah, yeah. We we got we got the, the super volcano and, and and all that fun stuff that could potentially just just blow us to shit. And you know, we'll see, we'll see. We just gotta just gotta gotta live day day to day. You know, look look forward to the future. But you know, and and just hope for good things. That's all you can really do. You well, know, life sucks and life sucks, and then you die or. Or you can make the best of yeah. it. Yeah, no, I mean, you're right. It is definitely better to be an optimist in a, in a time like this. I'm not really capable yes. of doing that. <laughs> I'm just a pessimist at heart, unfortunately. Uh, See, I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you, yeah. Yep. Um, I, my feeling is usually uh, if there's a worst-case scenario, we're barreling toward it. And I... You know this this whole this whole year just to start off. I mean, it's May. We're literally not like okay. I guess it's June first. No, it's stupid. June first. Um, is we're we're literally like halfway through the year. Like, how much worse can this get? And it could get a lot worse. And I don't know what your feelings are on the person who's currently occupying the Oval Office, but uh, I fucking I hate that guy. <laughs> I'm so ready for him to go. I know he's he's not the reason that that uh, well he's not the only reason that uh, you know race relations are so bad, especially when it comes to police. That was happening well before, and you know the Michael thing happened oh yeah when obama was president we had a black guy as president and yeah yeah dude michael brown that was a that was a big big yeah it was really big yet it wasn't nearly as big as what we're seeing right now so this is uh oh absolutely this is this this is is spreading this Uh, is the kind of thing that you wonder if it is a revolution my (laughs) my hope is that it is because the fact is the system has been fucked for a very, very long time, and it's been in dire need of being burned to the ground. And I maybe don't mean that literally, but as far as people right. who are in charge and the institutions that have been in charge for far too long, I'm, I'm over it. I think the rest of America is over it. That's why Trump was elected by a lot of white people who felt like, well... He'll go ahead and because he's not a politician, he's going to disrupt the way things run. And unfortunately, what what a lot of people didn't realize was that he is a uh, he's a fucking piece of shit. So, yeah, we're stuck here. Oh, wow. Um, so so I, I, I didn't I, I didn't really look at it that way. Um I no, I, I I absolutely uh I love I love what what you just said there. Um I I I uh I don't know. Like like as a as a human being, oh, Donald J Trump, he, he's 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 literally a, a sociopath is what he is. He, he he doesn't I don't think uh Donald Trump believes in anything. Um he makes decisions based on, you know, what's convenient for him at at any given time. Or, you know, what's going to benefit him, you know, is really going to, I, I won't say it's all like, all, you know, money that's on his mind. Um, but yeah, what, what is he going to do to, to get ahead? And um, I, I don't know. I think he's done some, some good things just as far as uh, like, like, if, if he doesn't get what he wants or, or what this country needs, he will, he'll, he'll make you feel shitty about, make a country feel real shitty about themselves. Um, based on, um, based on his decisions. Right. So, yeah, I, he's, so he's such a bumbling moron at so many avenues he's just constantly unable to string together a coherent sentence and that's he's not he's he's not an eloquent speaker and he's not much of a thinker after all and he can say he was joking but if you watch him talking 
it didn't seem very joking. Uh, he actively suggested that maybe people ingest, inject bleach or, or uh, cleaner. Disinf- yeah. 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 He, I, I saw it. He, he looked to the other guy and said, you know, maybe we could uh, look into that. You know, it's like, oh, God, are you fucking right. serious? It Don? was remarkably stupid, regardless of he, he said he was joking. And if he was joking, then the thing he should have said was, I'm just kidding. Because if he doesn't say I'm just kidding, people take it seriously. Yeah, people don't know that. And yes. you talk about irresponsibility. You know, he's telling people to take uh, chloric. What is it? Chloroquine? Chloroquine or something? Chloroquine, yep. Yep. Chloroquine. Um, I'm so stupid on that. But he's telling people to take this, and and doctors and scientists are saying, uh, you don't. (laughs) Unless you've been prescribed it, don't take this. There's no evidence that shows that it helps with COVID-19. In fact, it's more likely to kill you than it is to help with anything related to COVID-19, as far as we know. And uh, people are not taking that seriously. Just the other day, he suggested maybe taking insulin to do that, which will kill you. (laughs) You know, I mean, this, that's just his, his, how he's handled COVID. To say Mm -hmm. that he handled COVID at all would be an insult in, in, I know a lot of people felt like he handled it right, but he didn't. He just, he, it was a situation where we knew that there was a, that there was a a rise in cases in China and eventually it could reach us. And it was a bad enough uh, disease that it could really reach, you know, epidemic scale. And instead of doing anything about it, he just kind of downplayed it and said it was a hoax until, you know, a couple of months ago when basically the whole country shut down. So yeah, he bought that for sure. And he severely defunded, if not just straight up shut down a lot of the departments that are set up in place to handle this sort of thing. So he uh-huh. has not handled it well. Anyone who thinks that he has... I'd really like to know what specifically he's done to help during the epidemic. And then to top it all off, the way he's handled the riots and the protests is horrendous in every sense of the word. He's deflecting a responsibility. Here's the thing. Like, I don't think people are even necessarily just blaming Trump for all this. You know, for one of the first times, Trump had an opportunity to come out and almost be a leader and may, and say the right thing because no one was really saying, oh, this is all Trump's fault. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure, you know, there are plenty of people that believe that. But if you've paid attention at all, even before Trump was a thing, there was racism, there was brutality in the police departments. So... Right, right. This wasn't about Trump. The the, the initial, you know, this yeah, this uh, George Floyd thing. This had absolutely nothing to do with him. It it, it had to do with you know the the four police officers out there. Right. Well, and, and if it had a it had to do obviously with a wider spread issue of the systemic racism, specifically with policing, but he had an opportunity to maybe say some of the right things. Instead, he's doubled down on the wrong things and he's saying things. He literally tweeted. If they start looting, we start shooting. And that is just the wrong way to handle it. Oh, God. wait, 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 wait. Uh, is that why Twitter? Uh, oh God, that's crazy. I they flagged didn't see that. violence or for this? promoting violence. Is, is is that the okay? That was the that was the that was the second time he got flagged in about the span of a week because before that he had uh, said some in, uh, misleading things about voting by mail and said that you know it, it would lead to mass fraud and and it's already leading to mass fraud and all this stuff and Twitter actually put a little link or whatever that said uh, you know. 
um, oh God, what, how do they put it? Uh, learn more about, or it learn the facts about voting by mail. Basically, they fact checked him for the first time since he's been president. They fact checked him, which they should have been doing for years, but they just finally did it this yeah. this go around. And now he went on the war path and was talking about, oh, we're gonna, you know, I'm I'm, I'm gonna shut down social media. Screwing, yeah, just screwing right. all of social media. So down. that that's what led to that, and then. More recently, whenever he said, when they start looting, we start shooting, he said that they flagged it uh, for their policy against promoting violence. So mm-hmm. he's not on good terms with Twitter right now, which is important. It sounds stupid. And it, in, in all honesty, it is stupid, but it is important because that's where he reaches a wide amount of people. He's got over 80 million followers on Twitter. Yeah, it's a lot. Wow. That's got to be. That's crazy. He's got to be the most followed person. Well, the planet, I'm apparently. sure someone like Kim Kardashian has probably got to beat him some shit. But <laughs> just about everyone probably on right. Twitter follows him. I don't follow him because if I did, I'd probably shoot myself just out of sheer depression and anger. Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. so that's been, you know. Between that and he went ahead and declared Antifa uh, a terrorist organization, which is not really possible to do since Antifa isn't actually an organization. By definition, they're not organized. It's a movement. It's uh, yeah, it's just they're, right. It's just uh, well, it's, it's though you're talking about anarchists. Antifa is anti-fascism. Yeah. Is what they stand for. Now there are people who. Uh, consider consider themselves anti-fascists who show up to these types of events who are there for anarchy purposes. But the core of anti Antifa is it, it does swing far to the left. And the big thing there is they are not afraid to use violence um, in the face of what they consider to be fascism. So, uh, that when we really started to see this would have been the Charlottesville thing, uh, Charlottesville, Virginia, if you remember that, when there was all the white supremacists marching. Yep. And then yep, that absolutely. woman was killed by getting hit by a car. Um, that was essentially, there were Nazis marching, and Antifa showed up, and that's where the violent clashes started to come up. Um, you saw people supposed to be anti-fascists and they were fighting against Nazis. So in my book, the Nazis are the bad guys. I, I don't <laughs> I don't see that I don't see there as being any kind of you know ifs, ands, or buts about it. it the Nazis are the bad guys. No. Nazis are literally oh they are they they're right. the definition they're the bad guys good fucking Indiana Jones movies for God's sake. So yep. they're the bad guys. They they were responsible. Back, and I understand the ones that were marching on, on, you know, Charlottesville weren't the Nazis in Germany, you know, from the 40s. They're a new breed of Nazis, but they follow the same ideals. And if you follow the same ideals of people who slaughtered 6 million Jews in concentration camps, then you're a piece of uh-huh. shit and you're an evil human being. Yes. So it's interesting that when that happened, Donald Trump called the, he said that there was good people on both sides of that whole brawl. But when it comes to anti-fascists, he's going to declare them despite having no you know, deaths on their record right now, as far as killing somebody, he's going to declare them a a terrorist organization, which is insane. The KKK isn't a terrorist organization, according to the government. And all they've ever done is be terrorists. 
So I, uh-huh. it, it's, it's all really bad. And to have a president who is this invested in constantly making the wrong decisions and being on the wrong side of history, uh-huh. because trust me, if the world doesn't end, then in 20 years, there's going to be a lot to answer to whenever, you know, kids start asking their parents, hey, uh, we're learning about this stuff in history. What the fuck were y'all thinking? Because that's right. on its way. Yeah, it's, it's here. Oh, <laughs> and uh, we're, we're going to have a lot to answer for. And, you know, how we respond in the next couple of years is vital mm-hmm. that's uh i'll be honest there's been a lot of shit that's happened that made me want to burn things down i can't even imagine what it's like being a you know a black person in america who's been constantly harassed by police and all that shit uh-huh. I, I can't even imagine right. I I know I know a, know a young lady who who is a she she is a she is white and she a status she just posted uh, the other day just oh it just made me feel so sad inside she she said because she is having a a baby with with a black man and she said she's like I am terrified to bring a a black child into this world right now and and that really that really put that into perspective like yeah man that 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 has no I. I can't even imagine. I'll be honest. Like, I can't imagine bringing any kid into the world right now, but a, a black kid who has right, right. this is what they have to look forward to. Things don't drastically change. Uh-huh. This is it. You're, you're it really correct. sucks that we're at this point in, you know, this is supposed to be the greatest nation on earth. We're this shining beacon of light in a dark world. And that's not what we've yeah. been, not by a long shot. Uh, absolutely. And, and you'd think that after, after this many years of, uh, you know, progress, like, like these thousands of year, years of progress, how, how, like how we're still here. We, we don't have a system figured out to, you know, to, to weed out the bad people. And, and I, 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 I just don't know how, how it's ever going to be possible to, to really um, prevent things like this in the future. And well, it, I, you know, I, I don't think we'll ever be able to fully prevent it, but it doesn't mean we can't reduce it by a lot. All right. Well, um, <laughs> so after some technical difficulties that we had, uh, just Tyler's phone died, which happens, and uh, want to just go ahead and kind of touch on, you know, uh, touch on the issue a little bit, and then close out here. So, uh, you know. <laughs> As far as I'm concerned, it doesn't look to me like these uh, protests are going to stop anytime soon, and I don't think they should. And honestly, I, I don't even think any of it should really stop, even once uh, you know the other cops are arrested. Uh, I know that a lot of people tend to think of this as being a one-off, but it really isn't. You know, there's it, it, you don't even have to look that far back uh, to see a case that's fairly identical to this one in Eric Garner when he was choked out by police in New York for allegedly selling loose cigarettes. And the best part of that whole thing was the dude didn't even have cigarettes on him, but they killed him. Oh, wow. Yep. I didn't know that part. Yeah. And, uh, you know, none of the cops involved with that ever faced any justice. Uh, the grand jury decided not to indict and, it just kind of, you know, pittered out, and here we are, just a few years later, and literally the same thing as a, as a, as a black man being choked to death by a cop, even though he's being filmed, and uh, the 
man who's being killed is saying, I can't breathe. Stop. I'm dying. I can't breathe. Nobody listened. And we got to see him die. We got to watch him die. Uh, it, it was very sad. Sad doesn't, I mean, it's just, it, it devastated me to my soul. It, it just, when he was screaming for his mama, I, I, <laughs> I can't even fathom. I, I have no idea what must have been going through that poor man's head as, as that was happening. And, uh, it, it's horrifying. And, um, right. So I, I don't believe that these protests need to stop anytime soon. Um, I, I understand that there's riots, but I think one people need to understand is we have been fixating on the riots for too long with this thing. And we need to remember why this is yeah. happening. Yeah. The root of it all. And the root of it all is, I mean, it's systemic racism. It's the death of George Floyd and, and the brutality that involved is the death of many, many other black folks from, you know, as we mentioned, Eric Garner to Philando Castile, also in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, Tamir Rice was a 12-year-old boy shot to death by the police in Cleveland for playing with a BB gun. Um, that. Uh, we had, uh, we had the, uh, the killing that happened in Louisville, Brianna Taylor, as I was looking for her name, I just, it was, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, she was killed by police just a, a, you know, a couple of months ago. Did you ever hear about that case? I, I, I don't recall what, what happened there. So Brianna Taylor was an EMT and she was coming off of like a crazy long shift, you know, during a pandemic. And she was at home with her boyfriend in bed and it was late at night, like past midnight. And uh, the cops were looking for somebody. And and she was shot through the wall or something in her own home. Yeah. So they busted into the the home window. No, no, no. <laughs> That's another killing. Okay. Yep. Yep. That was yet another killing that just happened. Now, the, this this young lady was in bed with her boyfriend. The cops had a no knock warrant. the The thing was, they were at, they were at the wrong person's house, um, and the, the people that they were looking for were already in custody. The person that they were looking for was already in custody, but they didn't know that. And so they busted through the door on a no-knock warrant, and they had their guns. Well, Brianna Taylor's boyfriend had a weapon, and all he saw was people busting into his house with the guns. He didn't know that it was cops. <coughs> and so he opened fire, and actually, we don't know who opened fire first, but he, oh, you know, I, and there were shots fired. I, I know. He up, yeah, he ended up shooting a cop in the leg. And Brianna ended up dying. I know exactly what you're talking about now. So, I mean, this just happened. Uh, and this is on the way. And I know it wasn't the cops, but uh, uh, the young man who was killed going for a jog in Georgia when, you know, he, he stopped at a house that was under construction. He was there for seconds and then, you know, went about his way jogging. It looked to me like he was just a looking at things and admiring it kind of thing and he got chased down by two white men in, in a truck uh a son yeah. and father and they killed him it um videoed and, yeah oh that that was that was heartbreaking that was absolutely yeah. heartbreaking the, the the list goes on and on and on and you know now we see another person another black person killed in Louisville today by police. Uh, David, I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong, McCaddy was uh, shot and killed. And he was left in the streets uh, after he'd been killed, or at least after he'd been shot, for uh, about 12 hours. Oh, wow. Yeah, so even as we speak... (laughs) 
we're dealing with yet another black person being killed by police. Right. So, and this was, you know, amidst all of the uh, protests that are happening in Louisville, not only for George Floyd, but also for Breonna Taylor. And so, and you had mentioned the, the lady who was killed in her own home, her name escapes me and I apologize, but there's just been, so many of these cases, it is very difficult to remember everybody's name. And, uh, you know, and, and then there was, there was the young man who was sitting in his own living room when a, when a white lady cop came and opened the yep. door. It was apparently thinking it was an apartment and shot him and killed him. Yep. You know, and, and she got, uh, you know, she's not in prison for life. She, she's going to have to serve time, but it's, it's not something that'll destroy the rest of her life as far as her having to be in jail for that term. So we're just constantly seeing the, the goalposts being moved as to what's acceptable for police. And until that changes, I honestly don't see any reason for these protests to ever stop other than, other than COVID-19 because it's going to continue to spread. And the more people that are this close together, you know, regardless of it's, if it's, if it's a good cause, people are, still going to die from it so that's not good but i understand this is something that needs to be done yeah and i don't know where you stand on that i I, i'm kind i'm kind of just just indifferent um yeah i I mean i mean i agree i agree if they want want to get something done then yes yeah continue protesting but you know, just just as long as it doesn't spiral out of control, you know, have have a protest um, without chaos, without the chaos. Yeah, yeah. Peaceful protests are are absolutely. Um, ex- I I I'd say they're accepted by all. Um, mm, I think Colin Kaepernick might disagree with you there. Oh, that I mean, that's true. You're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong um yeah yeah i i i, I don't know um y- you you do however seem seem to seem to really have it all gauged and 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 i think uh i i, I think i i think you're a man, man with the head on his shoulders so so yeah i'll uh i'll definitely stand behind that all right well i mean i, I appreciate compliment unfortunately i'm very plugged into this issue it's one of the things that you know obviously i'm white you're white we're just two white guys who are more or less unaffected by this you know it's not like we have to worry necessarily about this directly and uh but i think we're both human beings you know And, and regardless of where we lean on any kind of political scale um i think what it comes down to is empathy and we can all empathize with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Who, who's being um, persecuted. Exactly. 100%. You know, we don't have to have gone through it to think that it's fucked up. I, I, I can't sit here and say that I know what it's like or, you know, that I've lived a mile in anyone's shoes in this regard, but, I can say that just as a human being, my soul hurts for the people that have to deal with this. Yeah. You know, for something as as trivial as skin color, it's Mm -hmm. just asinine. But um, I, I do appreciate your time. Um, sure. I think that there's going to be a lot more discussion to, you know, come of this. Obviously. Sure. Yeah, I, gonna- I, uh, I, I absolutely appreciate you considering me for for this episode. Um, I, I I've certainly uh, certainly shared my points of view, and and I, I've learned a lot from your points of view, and I. Uh, I greatly appreciate all, all, all this, Alex. I, I really do. Thank you very much. 
Mr. Easter. <laughs> well, uh, you know, it is, it is a pleasure. We don't talk nearly enough as it is, so this is Absolutely. just a wonderful excuse to get that going. Yep, we might as well. Yeah, um, and I, you know, I'd be glad to have you on as many times as we can get you, to be honest. Uh, and hopefully we can talk about things that don't completely fucking suck. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yes. I know Positive you guys could talk cars, you know, till the cows come home, for God's yep. sake. Absolutely. You know, we could talk music and how you, you know, you, you kind of like shitty music, like Triumph. Oh, wow. Wow, we're still on that, huh? Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I greatly appreciate you coming on, and uh, I'll talk at you later, buddy. All right, brother. All right. Um, thanks to anyone who was listening. Um, I We've been going for like an hour. This is probably going to be our longest episode to date, so... Um, I appreciate if you've stuck it all the way through. If not, I completely understand. It's just a couple of idiots talking, so is what it is. But uh, yeah, thanks for listening for those who did.